Welcome to the Blue Room Podcast, an intimate space where we explore ourselves, our lives, and our relationships more deeply through therapeutic conversation. I'm your host, Fantana Shatamsa, and I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you. And we have my girl Tanya back again, <laughs> back by popular demand. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited I'm to be here. So, so glad that you agreed on such you know, short notice. Listen. And- you're talking about all the things that I just love. So I'm I like, know. of course I'll come and talk. Good, good. <laughs> and we're in a new space because the love. home base is going through some things. Mm-hmm. So we're it's all good. keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to pull a card? We'll start off with the card yes. pull. Yes. I'm going to just go right on top, actually. And look, like last time I didn't bring my glasses. Did you get <laughs> She's like, I think it's upside Mama down. Mama Kate prepared. <laughs> it was so stylish. When was the last time you were ashamed of your finances and why? I feel like you pulled this card I before. Did. This one is going. We're throwing it. Um, <laughs> ashamed of my finances? Let's pull another. Oh, okay. Yeah. Another one? Okay. Because yeah. I was getting ready to answer that. <laughs> Do you want to? No, no, it's okay. <laughs> there definitely was a time. What is your greatest strength and biggest weakness? How are they related? Oh, girl, stop. We've also already pulled this, but I'll let you, I will let you answer it. (laughs) My biggest strength? Oh, my biggest strength. Honestly, this morning I was thinking about this tattoo I have on my shoulder Mm -hmm. that says, um, strength is beautiful. I got it when I was 40. If I could do it over again, and I might, I would change it to vulnerability is beautiful. That is my biggest strength. Um, I shared in the last podcast that for many years, I never showed vulnerability. I thought it was not good to do that. And I had to be the strong black woman all the time. Mm -hmm. And I have let that go. Yeah, I have let that go. I cry. I show my soft side. I do all of that. So yeah, yeah, I think that's my biggest strength, honestly, that I can show all of the human emotions. And they're not good or bad. They just are. Yeah. Yeah, and that's okay. And the, and being vulnerable is so strong, right? It yeah. takes a lot more strength to be vulnerable. And I know now that if people judge me for what I'm sharing, it's vulnerable, whatever. That's that is an indication of the healing they have to do. Yeah, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, so that's my biggest strength, I think. Good. My biggest weakness right now, mm, I would say probably. I don't know. What's my biggest weakness? Hmm. Maybe still the disease to please. We talked about that too in your last podcast. You know, I definitely on a healing journey. I I will never be as arrogant to ever say I am healed. I don't believe that's ever going to be a thing for me. I am healing and and working to be more kind and gentle and loving towards myself and then taking that out into the world. Yeah. Right. Because when I give that to myself first, I can then give it to others. Yeah. So working on that, you know, being okay to just say no, to maintain those boundaries and to not worry what anyone thinks about me. Yeah. Because this is my life that God gave to me. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And it's nice to to see and witness that we can continue to grow and continue to heal. And, you know, our healing at 15 is going to be different than 30. It's going to be different totally. than 45. And then totally. again at like, you know, 60 yeah. and on and on and on. And thank God. Thank God yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I loved that. That was a good question. Good. Made me think. Let me pull one <laughs> real quick. What do you think is one thing 
that we surprisingly have in common. That's for me to you. Mm. Um, and 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 I and I see it in you. I see it also with with my relationship with like you know people who have like I find like strong personalities or like really confident um, because my outward expression is like very calm, very cool, mm. <laughs> very collected, Love. and very grounded. Yeah. Um, which is my my sun sign and my rising sign, which is Taurus. So we're very stable, very calm. Um, but my moon, my emotions are very, very fiery, like very, um, you know, we fight for what's right. We fight, you know, for others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I see folks who express that like outwardly, like I find like you're really good with boundaries. Like you're really good at, you know, like saying what 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 it is and what it isn't. Like mm-hmm. you have this like 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 this like commanding presence kind of about you like there's the softness but there's also like and I think also because of the work that you've done you were in social work you had to do it like a lot of investigations like with you know child child sex trafficking and a lot of things mm-hmm. so like there's a lot of like there's like a lot of leadership qualities with you and mm. things like that um and fighting for what's right yes you which you really really <laughs> you really do and and when you have a stance on something like you know how to articulate it really well and you like and you mentioned like fighting on behalf of like your partner and things like that mm. for like different things and like I'm like yeah like when I see that I'm automatically attracted to that and I think folks probably they're like oh you know maybe like how can two kind of like different personalities like connect but like on the outward yeah I would say that like I'm very calm cool and collected but there is like that fiery um, desire to fight for other people and to Love fight it. in general that Love I don't it. necessarily always express that I value and I see in other people. We know it's there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it's, that. It's deep. It's deep down in there. <laughs> I'm going to throw good this qu- one. Good questions. These are good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So we were, I invited you back today so we could chat about body image and kind of self-love. And um, I know that you're on this like self-love and, and healing journey. Mm. Um, and that journey goes up and down <laughs> and it looks different for a lot of people. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions around what self-love and body image looks like and probably how people express it um, sometimes gets misinterpreted or, or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really glad that you wanted to have this conversation with me today for selfish reasons. Um, you know, the journey that I'm on, which we're going to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, when, when would you say like your self-love and, and body image journey, when did that start for you? When did that start? I'm going to say probably I was 19, 19 or 20. Mm-hmm. I was in my first or second year of university and I sought out the help of a therapist. Mm-hmm. That's where it began. Um, just to backpedal a little bit. Things, the disruption that occurred for me that kind of led to not having a great body image, I was five. Mm. My father left. And he didn't just leave. I I observed him being arrested, violently arrested by police officers. So that trauma, that racial trauma, you know. Mm -hmm. And I had witnessed my father um, be treated very unfairly and, and endure you know, physical assault type stuff before, but that occurred when I was five. And so I remember really early on 
I, I, there were no safe places for me or safe people. Mm -hmm. At least that's how I felt at the time. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I found solace in food Mm -hmm. and I was five years old. Mm -hmm. I remember I'd have my little blanket with me, my little sucky blanket. I sucked my thumb, you know, I would, I would massage my nose. And if I wasn't doing that, I was nibbling on something, Mm -hmm. a cracker, uh, like something. And that's where I, that's where it began. Right. So that led me to a place by the time I hit 20, I, I was very morbidly obese and had a very uh, dysfunctional relationship with food mm-hmm. and my ability to like express or feel my emotions and, mm-hmm. and all of those things. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of, yeah, that's how it started. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned that because um, it, it, like me was, was probably really young too. Mm-hmm. Like I remember like being around nine and um, you know, I like maybe, yeah, I would use food a lot, but I remember specifically probably when I was 13, and I would look after my sister cause my mom would be working mm-hmm. and after school we'd come home, I'd sit there with a big box of Oreo cookies and a big jug of milk. And I would just watch show after show yeah. eating, like binge eating that whole entire, that whole entire box. Um, and then, yeah, I would say like probably like a lot of this body image stuff starts really young and people don't realize like the harm sometimes in commenting on kids fade and like comparing like I was compared a lot to my sister Mm -hmm. who was like really like fit like she was like a very you know thin girl her whole life Mm. and I was always like the heavier one Um, but a lot of it came from suppressing and using food to to bury things down because I couldn't speak about you know, the traumas that I was going, that I was dealing with, things mm-hmm. like that. So the only thing I could do is kind of shove it down. Absolutely. And yeah. for me, growing up in a household that was very, uh, you know, I was exposed to a lot of abuse and addiction and just lots of things happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing that I could control was the food. Yeah. I could control what I put in my mouth, when, how much. And so by the time I hit 12 or 13, I had developed a raging eating disorder for sure. Like on which side of the Both. spectrum? I was binging. Uh-huh. I was purging. I was starving myself. And mm-hmm. by the time I was 13, I was in the hospital. Really? Because I had starved myself so long. Wow. And I remember my mom, they were talking to my mom. They really weren't speaking to me. No one inquired what was going on with me. But but I had gone so long without food and with li- without liquid, they put an intravenous in to try to get me hydrated. And I still continued to vomit because I was so... I had starved myself for so long. Wow. So adolescent, um, you know, that time was really tricky. Mm-hmm. 12, 13, and you're right about when people make comments about your body, which I got all the time. Mm-hmm. I was a really young, um, I, I was developed very young, which is quite common with, with black girls. We yeah. tend to hit puberty earlier. Yeah. So I hit puberty probably around 9 or 10. Yeah. And by the time I was 12, like things were... Not good. Yeah. Yeah. The body image and just all of the eating disorders. It was, it was, it was a big thing. Consumed my life really. Yeah. And then you get it. Like I, I remember like junior high, you know, bullying and things like that. Everyone just comparing, you know, your weight and your looks to everybody else. And that was also around the time where we didn't, there was no body positivity in the media at all (laughs) the the white was right and thin was in like that was the only like that was Mm -hmm. the only options that you had so you know if you were look you know any any size variation or color variation away from that it was you know you just weren't seen as as beautiful at at all yeah um 
and then I remember I think yeah I had my first kid at I had my oldest son at 18 19 um and then I was I think I hit my highest weight was like well over 300 pounds Mm -hmm. like I remember getting on the scale at the doctor doctor's office and watching that little dial go around like twice I was like wait a minute I was like I think your scale's broken <laughs> I was like I think your scale's broken I remember watching it go around twice and I was like looked at him he's like okay well let's step off and let's try it again and then I had to watch it again and I was like oh wow okay the trauma so, yeah I was like something really has to change mm. and then um I went from like eating disorders can be on both ends of the spectrum so I went from that disordered eating to yeah. eating so much to now taking like a lot of weight loss supplements, like yeah. starving myself, binging and purging. And I believe I was like, um, I think I was, yeah, I was like early 20s when I was like at my smallest and I was, you know, I was like a, th- a thousand cal- calories a day. Me too. Like I did counting. the same thing. I had a little whiteboard in yeah. the university, it was on the fridge. And I would log all of my food. And once I hit 1,000 calories a day, I stopped eating. Yeah. That's, I was doing that. I lost 110 pounds. Yeah. Is, is yeah. I, I was, I was 20 years old. Yeah. And I thought it was all good and healthy. I was in therapy. Like, I was digging into some things. Yeah. But I swung the pendulum really way, far. Way too Really, really side. far. Yeah. 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 But was getting all kinds of comments. It's like, oh, you used to be a size 24. And now you're a size six. Like, and wow. And I fed a lot on that. Yeah. External. Me too you know, validation or just the comments, like how they went from like, you know, you're, you need to lose weight and things like that to like, oh, like you've lost so much weight. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Like we really have to be careful when we comment on people's bodies because we don't know what they're what they're going through. Like no. if you want to comment on, on something, if you want to praise somebody, like praise something else. Like right. you don't have to comment on their weight yeah. and their size and I'm very mindful of that now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I never say anything about anyone's weight because no. I know for me I'm just like it's it doesn't it's not always like why does it need to always be about my body yeah I'm more than my body yeah you know big small in between whatever it is I yeah. just want to be healthy exactly. I want to not have a heart attack at 40 yeah. you know that was the yeah. goal for me yeah and so now all, all these years later after losing that weight you know and Everywhere in between, like you, it's like I've had children, I've gained 60, I've lost it, I've gained 100, I've lost, like I, you know, all in between. And now the focus for me is just health, holistic health. Right. How am I emotionally, mentally, spiritually? Mm -hmm. Yes, I enjoy moving my body. Yeah. You know, I can't run anymore like I used to. You know, age is just, it does something to your joints. I'm like, I can't do that, but that's okay. Yeah. I find other ways to celebrate my body and to care for myself. Yeah. And stay active. Yeah. But we obsess about the size that a person, your body takes up. Yeah. We obsess about that, you know? And it's, and, and it's only, it's this temporary thing. Yeah. Like, it's just this, like, it's just this, the vessel that's taking you through this right. short amount of time. It's yeah. like, like, what's, what's the, what's the point? But, but a lot of it is like, you know, when, when we do lose the weight and, and gain the weight and lose the weight again, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reminders about it. And I know Definitely. you and I, we, we chatted about that. Um, losing a hundred pounds plus does not come without a lot of loose skin and yeah. a lot of like things like that. And that was something that like it, sh- it shifted. Cause I was like, Oh, I lost a hundred pounds. Now everything is going to be all good. And the self-esteem is going to be there. <laughs> and that was such a bullshit lie. Yeah. I thought the same thing too. Like I was like, yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought that skinny was like the, yeah. the destination. I thought all of my problems would be solved. 
yeah. when I lost the weight. And I remember the day at the gym when my trainer did all my measurements and weighed me and, did, you know, did all that stuff. And she's like, you officially lost 110 pounds. And I, it was a big celebration. I was in their newsletter and like taking pictures and like all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting alone with myself only a couple of days later at home. And I was so sad. Yeah. And all of the same problems that I had, self-esteem, mm-hmm. like, you know, the trauma, the all of it, it was all still there. It just was in a different body. Yeah. Your body, it really is irrelevant. We focus on the size. Yeah. But it's really not that deep. It's it, There's <laughs> it's so not. much more. There's so, so much, much more, more to it. And yeah. Like, for me, it was, like, that external validation and, like, that feeling good enough. Like, I was, like, yeah. um, you know... Like, uh, am I going to find, like, the perfect person now that mm. I've lost all this weight? Mm-hmm. And you li- are the same person that you were yeah. when, you know, you were 300 plus pounds. So it's not going to change, like, the relationship dynamic. Like, yes, people are, you know, looking at you more now. True. But um, what what does that really change about how, mm-hmm. like, you feel about yourself? Like, it was it was really, like, such a shocker for me. And then I felt actually worse or or still bad because I was like, I had so much pressure now to keep the weight off, right? <laughs> that part. Like I was like, <laughs> yeah. and now I cannot even eat anything outside of my designated thousand calories a day. Yeah. Like have to make sure that I am working out like mm-hmm. two hours a day. Like I don't want folks to think that I've like made all this success and, mm. and now like go back to the other side. Like The shame that comes with that. Yeah. The shame that comes with when your body starts to change and to grow again, even in pregnancy, I was terrified to gain too much weight in my pregnancies. You go, so you got pregnant again after you lost all the weight? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because... Two more times. Yeah. And I gained 100 pounds for both of my children. I like, I'm like, I tried not to. I, think I did. I gained more with my singleton than I did with twins, but it was still like 100 pounds. Yeah. Like, I get the women that have said to me over the years, like, oh, I only gained 25 or 30 pounds. I'm like, girl, you don't understand. How? Yeah. Like, I grew babies that were 10 and 12 pounds. Yeah. yeah. You know, my, yeah. my child now, my son, my youngest, who's 13, he was almost 12 pounds and I birthed him at home naturally. Wow. Like the body will do amazing, miraculous things if we just get out of the way. Yeah. You know? And so now I'm in the season of really uh, trying to appreciate everything that my body has done for me yeah you know yeah at a size six at a size 24 and everything in between it's like my body is amazing it's it's so it's so true I was like I remember when I when I first found out that I was pregnant with the twins I was uh, at first I thought it was one baby and I was like okay I'm not gonna have the same experience as last time I'm not gonna gain 100 pounds I'm gonna exercise I'm gonna work out I'm gonna do all the things and then I feel like as soon as they said it was twins that was like my ticket and I feel like <laughs> like nobody talked to me nobody told me to work out don't tell me to eat mm. anything and I think like like some folks and being a doula too like some mm. folks have all this energy during pregnancy and then other folks that were just in this like rest and reserve yeah space and I don't know why that is like Mm. I don't know if that's you know based on maybe what your what your cellular like what what you need on a cellular level Mm. maybe it's your body being in overdrive for so long maybe it's like a like a trauma response or I don't know what it is but your body just knows what the baby needs Mm. and I feel like you should trust it like I don't if if women are like oh you know the doctor says I should like walk like you know however many times a day as as their doula I'm like you do what feels good for right you. for you exactly if, if you don't feel like you need you know you want to walk or you just feel like you don't have the energy mm-hmm. if you just want to sit mm-hmm. and just reserve your energy like you're creating 
like, a whole human yes. inside of your body. Like, don't put any more pressure on yourself to, to have to perform and, and do these things because mm -hmm. people gain all kinds of weight. And mm -hmm. you, like you said, you delivered 12, a 12 pound baby at home. <laughs> people just like, I feel like sometimes, you know, the doctors are like, yeah, if it gets over, you know, nine pounds, 10 pounds, like it's going to be a C-section. Oh, they tried that with me and I was like, oh no. Yeah. No, no, no. They put all this, and all of it is like weight around weight. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, who's even structuring the the standards and the norm? I'm like, I know it's like some white supremacy. Absolutely, <laughs> it's like some uh, some white doctor and yeah. uh, from like however many hundred years ago mm. who set these standards, and it has no cultural relevance. Exactly. No, like, it, like, I reject it, all of that. Uh, same. No, unless you have some serious complications happening, there is no reason why we can't and that's why i rejected what the doctors were saying there's no reason why i couldn't birth naturally at home they kept Same. telling me you've gained a lot of weight like there might be complications there might be this there might be that or i said encounter you know i said or it might go perfectly yeah which is exactly what happened yeah you know i'm so glad you advocated for yourself oh yeah <laughs> after the trauma i endured after the birth of my first child in a hospital mm -hmm. and how i was treated by the white doctors mm -hmm. it was I knew I would never go back mm -hmm. to a hospital. Mm -hmm. No. The, yeah. the, the trauma was real. Yeah. That was a lot. That was <laughs> a lot. Yeah. And I, I remember, yeah, same kind of experience. Like them being like, you know, it's probably going to be a C-section. It's, you know, you have a breech baby. That's definitely going to be a C-section. Um, I was like, I, we, might, we might have to switch doctors. Mm. Like if that's if that's the case that's going to be. And, and thankfully when they found out it was twins, um, I got an OB instead of my my doctor who was actually another doctor because my doctor stopped delivering babies so mm -hmm. I had another doctor who didn't know my body at all who right. was like you know you're probably gonna we're gonna probably have to do a c-section or whatever whatever um and then I had the OB who was like okay like what what do you want to do I was like well I've spoken with my midwives and they're the ones who told me that breech birth was even possible right and nobody even told me medical that. doctors won't tell you that no, no. they won't so it's such a liability yeah and I was like well Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna do it how we do it. So, it was I mean the most beautiful birth. But then I was back to after losing all that weight, back to like three hundred and some pounds mm -hmm. after giving birth. And I was like, shit. And breastfeeding and the hormones and the possible oh, depression. Like we got to speak oh, on that so too much. because I'm like I went through postpartum depression and Same. you know society is looking at you and they're focusing on your body, like yeah. you know how quickly you've snapped back or yeah. this and that. And I'm like. The things that are going on in my mind and in my heart, people have no idea. No. Our society is so twisted. We focus on all the wrong things. It's it's so true. Yeah. And a lot of focus is on the baby, too, mm. which is like, okay, I mean, baby, sure. Like, okay, focus on the baby. But I feel like there needs to be more emphasis put on the maternal postpartum. Wow. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And uh, and and my doula work. That's a lot. What I do is I focus on mom's mental health. Mm, I focus absolutely. on her a hundred percent. I'm mm -hmm. like, the doctors are already taking care of the babies. The nurses are already taking care of the babies. Like, mm -hmm. how are you doing? And I remember that being like such a like tough, tough time. Mm. And then I won't even lie. Like less than a year, I had went back to pre-pregnancy in unhealthy ways. Yeah. Like you know, this is. Me being straight honest, like I was like, I want to lose that hundred pounds. Um, once we got for past the first three months of like me breastfeeding, mm -hmm. I was like, 
okay, you know, whatever supplements I need to take, whatever. Like, I knew, I already knew the routine because I had lost. Totally. Uh, Me too. Like, you know, a thousand calories, yep. whatever. Like, working out, you know, stroller walks, whatever, elliptical in the room, like, mm-hmm. just doing my mm-hmm. thing just to lose all the weight. Um, and then I did it. And then, like, I think at one point I was just like, this is not like sustainable for me like that's just not sustainable for me and I stopped you know doing taking all the supplements and everything like that and then naturally my body just regained like 30 pounds yeah. like I feel like a, like sitting at 230 like I feel like this is like the healthy like from my height and and mm-hmm. and body composition I'm like I think this is where my body feels the yeah. most comfortable like I'm still I'm active I'm eating well and I'm like damn like I remember being like 70 pounds lighter and that was like the ideal. Like that was like the ideal. Crazy. And you need to fight so hard to stay at a certain weight. And it's like, how about we just encourage our body to just find its set point and just embrace that? Yeah. You know, like you're talking about like 230 yeah. is, you know, it feels good. My body's comfortable. Yeah. I'm living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. I feel good holistically, spiritually, 100%. mentally, you know, like yeah. we need to focus more on that, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And it's also okay to have different goals at different times. Totally. Like yeah. I'm like, you know, there's there's my rest phase where I like, I feel like I just naturally gained the 30 pounds back. Mm-hmm. And then now I'm like, okay, like I want to lose like a little bit, you know, more or whatever. So then like, it's just like in a, it's just different goals at different times. Totally. You know what I mean? Now, really... I, I feel exactly what you're saying. I'm midlife now. Yeah. Things are changing. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so my focus is more around let me learn more about my hormones and how going through menopause. I'm not in menopause yet, but I'm perimenopause. I have all these yeah. symptoms. Mm-hmm. Maybe since I've moved to Nova Scotia, I've probably gained 20 pounds. Yeah. It's like, okay, I have hormonal things are happening. Yeah. There's been some stress moving across the country right. and resigning your job and all that stuff comes with a lot of stress. But yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm really just trying to be kind and gentle with myself 100 percent. that's um, the difference now. that kind and gentle because it's like i am not defined by a number on the scale yeah that is white supremacy and the patriarchy and i am rejecting, rejecting that it. yeah i'm rejecting that yeah, yeah. And, I, and that's a really good point because whether it's whether it's like hormonal factors or whether it's like personal factors whatever you know, it's it's not right or wrong to want to lose weight or change your body or mm-hmm. things like that. It's like, how are you approaching it? Like, are totally. you approaching it in a more, like, loving and compassionate way to yourself? Mm-hmm. Or is it more of, like, um, like you know, we have to get it done and, like, you know, just more, like, aggressive towards yourself? Ridiculing yourself. Ridiculing, and yeah. And talking badly about yourself in your head. I mean, I did that for years. Yeah. I would call myself names and just... I'm like, yeah. how terrible would I ever talk to a, a girlfriend or a sister that I love so much like that? I would yeah. never speak to you that way. Yeah. But I was fine to speak to myself like that oh for many God. years. I remember recording myself working out just so that I could like rewatch it later and like pick my body apart. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? We're so mean to ourselves. Like, <laughs> we're uh, so mean to that. That is what society tells us that we should be doing yeah you know like it society really benefits from the capitalistic society we're in it really benefits when we hate ourselves 100 percent. when we when we don't love our hair when we don't love our skin when we don't love our bodies Mm -hmm. they make money Mm -hmm. from that Mm -hmm. you know so for me i'm just like i'm really trying hard to reject reject that you know that doesn't say that I'm completely against getting things done. I'm not. I've had things done. Yeah. You know, um, 
And, you know, if, if I said to my husband recently, I'm like, you know, if I happen to come into some money, I'm not opposed to doing That's the first thing something I'm else. To do. <laughs> but for me, it's, it's not because I hate myself. Yeah. No one's going to know underneath my clothes what I'm doing. That's for me. It's a personal thing. That is for me. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I want to talk about that a bit too, is this, this kind of surgery mm. bit, um, because I've explored it a lot. I'm still exploring it. And like full disclosure, like I am actively looking at doctors where I can, um, I, like I really want a tummy tuck surgery. Like that's mm-hmm. something that I'm really kind of looking at. Um, and probably like a couple nips and tucks here and there. <laughs> um, but like it was, and I've researched it for seven years, no word of a lie. When I first started losing the weight, I'd say even 10 years, like when I first started seeing that weight come off and all the excess, um, I was like, you know, how can I get this like body that I desired? And it was, and it was really interesting because I think at the beginning, you know, it's more, I, I think I was in a different mindset, to, mm-hmm. you know, about why I wanted cosmetic surgery or plastic right. surgery. And now it's like, it's really different. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, can you share a little bit about like your experience with? Sure. That? I mean, for me, I, I had lost 110 pounds gained some back, had another pregnancy, put another 100 back on, lost it. Mm-hmm. After my first pregnancy, and my son's 23 now, I remember looking at myself in the mirror and I had a very significant, like, I'll call it a flap of skin, I guess, hanging from my tummy. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter how much I worked out or like what I did. Yeah. No one could see that. Yeah. You know, in my clothes, like, I, you know, I'm, it's fine. Yeah. But for me, when I'm looking at myself in the mirror, I'm like, I, this is for me. Yeah. So I, I went to my husband and said, you know, I'm thinking about getting a tummy tuck, which involves, and you would know you're researching it. I researched it for so many years, too. Yeah. A muscle repair where they, they re-sew your muscles here that have been stretched by pregnancy. Yeah. It's kind of your in, internal corset. Yeah. So they sew that back together nice and tight yeah. and then take off the, the loose skin and, yeah. you know, do lipo and do all that stuff, too. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I think I'm going to get that done. And my husband's like, great, do what you like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I think you're beautiful and fantastic and wonderful. But he's like, this is for you. Yeah. Do do what you like. And yeah. so I did. I did a whole bunch of research and I found a doctor in Banff, Alberta. Yeah. And I went and had it done. Yeah. You know, and nobody knew it was for me. Yeah. It's like a very <laughs> private personal yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I went through all the stages, like, and you probably can relate because you've gone through all of it and you've done the whole thing. But, like, mm-hmm. the initial stages is, like, you know, why do I want this done yes. so badly? And it's, like, I reject capitalism. I reject this, like, societal kind of, you know, pressure and, mm-hmm. and this this body image, like, expectations that they have, especially as, you know, a mom who's delivered kids and, and all these things and, you know, preaching self-love and all mm. that stuff. But, like, um, for me, all of it, and, and I chatted with you about this, it was, like, there's so, there's so many physical reminders. That, like, no matter how much weight I lose, no matter how hard I'm at in the gym, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of the reminders of the pain and the trauma that, like, I went yeah. through. Like, when my body was not, you know, mine and when I didn't have the skills to to know how to cope properly and I was using food and I was like being really unhealthy and mm. and now it's um it's a physical reminder is like this extra this extra skin and, and all of these things and now I'm in a space where I have control of my life and I have control of my body 
but then seeing this physical reminder like it's yeah. it's still it's just like it's a mental thing for me it has nothing to totally. do with like society or expectations no. or yeah. any other person it's like a reminder for me and and I feel like now like in a healthier mind frame like mm -hmm. I want to be like okay this is something that I'm doing you know for me and yeah. and for for where I am I can relate journey. to that I got shivers when you were saying like it yeah. has it has nothing to do with because I know some people have challenged my family in particular you know mm -hmm. maybe and some friends years past like you're so confident and you're against the patriarchy and you're against all these things. So why are you getting like, why do you, why are you getting surgery or why did you? Mm -hmm. And it's like, this was for me. Yeah. Nobody could see what was going on underneath my clothes. Yeah. That was for me yeah. to feel confident and comfortable in my body. This yeah. is my body. Yeah. You know, um, and I did everything the right way. I still continued to go through therapy. It wasn't like a, a self-hate journey, like, oh, I need to fix this because I'm broken or yeah. something's wrong. No. But it's... like you, it also was a reminder of a lot of trauma. A lot of My pain. body was showing that trauma and that pain. And I, I want it to, I want it to not look in the mirror every day and be reminded constantly 100%. because it had done so much work here yeah. I wanted my body to so, match yeah and we've know? done the like physical work we're yeah. eating well we're exercising we're we're doing all that all that work and I and I feel you want the physical to to match to with match. the mental yeah like I don't want to continuously like be reminded of like when yeah when I had no control yeah. over my life like it's such a it's such a personal thing and and i remember like looking at like folks and being like you know i why would they spend this much money and why would they do this you know and i struggle with that myself it's mm -hmm. like why would i why would i is it <laughs> am i buying into this stuff but it's like right. it's 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 not at all it's it's just those those daily reminders it's just those daily reminders of of yeah just that that pain and that trauma yeah 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 and i think it's great that you're doing that self-exploration yeah. Just as I did. It's like, why am I doing this again? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like just really kind of doing a deep dive around. Are you giving in or to the chatter of like, you should look a certain way or yeah. you should be a certain size. So yeah. I really, while I was doing the research many years, just like you, because I didn't have the money to get this done. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, after university and the mom and all of that, like I, yeah. I couldn't afford the plastic surgery, yeah. but I was doing a deep dive, yeah. you know, in therapy to just to make sure I was doing this for the right reasons. Yeah, and for me, I'm like, to each their own. 100%. Who am I to judge another woman or another man or another person, period, Exactly. for wanting to get plastic surgery? Yeah. If that's something you want to do, yeah. that's up to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not here to judge you. You're 100%. living your life. I'm going to live my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I know, like, I, right now, I'm looking at... Um, this like tourism surgery where they have like these sort of Mexico Dominican yeah, yeah. Like, place like that and it's like half the half the amount yeah. what do you, <laughs> what listen do you... I do I do know some people who have gone and have had like great success uh -huh. I can send you a profile on okay on Instagram. <laughs> yes because there's a girl I talked to uh -huh. she's also in Alberta uh -huh. she went to Dominican and had some amazing some uh, amazing results there. and amazing experience I saw the hospital. It was like top notch. Like you, you wish we had that here. Like we don't. Right. 
it was yeah it's it's definitely a thing over there yeah. where it's like yeah plus it's like it's like plastic surgery tourism like that's the whole that's the whole thing it's it's like and her results whole, were amazing yeah and it's a and it's a whole and it's and it's really interesting because i even have to question my own like why wouldn't i do something there and i find like the society here like you know whether it's political or whatever we're we're so good at making like Canada and North America seem like the best and the only places and everything else is like third world. It's a and, lie. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's a lie. Like, through, yeah. like doing all this research, I'm like, wow, like there's literally like state-of-the-art facilities around yeah. the world that you can get this stuff done yeah. for like half. The tummy tuck will cost you, because I got mine done in Alberta, it's like $12,000. Yeah. And you can go to Dominican or Mexico and probably get half it done price. for four or five. Yeah. 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 What was, what was like recovery like? Brutal. (laughs) (laughs) It it was mostly because of the muscle repair, Mm. right? So I couldn't stand up straight. And my surgeon wanted me to just have the muscle repair and the tummy tuck and lipo done and then have my breast reduction lift and lipo done separate because it was a lot. And I'm like, no, we're going to do it all at once. So I did everything. So when I knew I was done having babies and done breastfeeding and all of that stuff, I had everything done. Yeah. And recovery was like, and the breasts were fine, but the tummy was so sore. I couldn't Uh, stand straight. No, you can't even laugh. You can't even cough. Nothing. And my husband's always making me laugh. So I would say to him, could you just come into the room, (laughs) give me my pain meds and my water and get out? (laughs) Because I was bent over, like just holding my stomach, trying to not laugh at him because Mm. he's ridiculous. So, so, you know, the first week was painful for sure. Yeah. First week was painful. But um, I was certainly very happy with the results. Minimal scarring. Like, you know, I followed the rules, wearing the the tight kind of like corset stuff at yeah. first and was it a full like hip to hip hip to hip cut yeah. yeah yeah and i you know i was of course you're watching videos on youtube and i'm like oh my god yeah but honestly we all heal differently yeah i think it also has to do with like how you take care of yourself and how much water and just all of that so yeah. i followed everything perfectly and yeah. you know i i'm i'm not mad at any of the scars that i have honestly that's good at all that's good yeah what was the like mental journey after that? Like the the way that you saw your body and and all those things. And after- I was just so proud of myself, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm like, I have been through so much, mm-hmm. and my body has been so good to me. Mm-hmm. And and even after surgery, I'm like, look at how my body is healing, right, and thriving, and yeah. just is so strong and I'm just really proud. I'm, I'm proud of myself and thankful more than anything and say yeah. thank you every day for my body, yeah. for everything that it does for me, even as I venture into menopause. Yeah, which is like <laughs> another which ball is game. challenging, eh? yeah, it's challenging. But I'm like, body, like she she really takes good care of me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about, about this journey kind of as or the step along the self-love journey yes. is you know to to kind of take the step forward and to to be so open about it and I'm really glad that you decided to have this conversation with me yeah. because um it's really hard to find open conversations about this online because there is still so much shame around it and there's stigma judgment absolutely yeah. absolutely no. absolutely and it's and I think for women who want this to be a part of their mm-hmm. self-love journey and their their body image journey and and their healing journey, they should 
have spaces where they can talk about it totally. and get information yeah. and and kind of you know have these open conversations around it so yeah. um i appreciate you you being open about it i'm really i'm really excited it's like i said i'm excited like for you <laughs> 10 years i know 10 years i've been mm. like researching it and and i don't have like a set date yet but i know that like i'm like i've been back and forth with like um like uh hospitals there's one in um um it's not brazil but somewhere around brazil where they're mm. they're offering this at a really really good rate i'll send you the instagram i was gonna say i'm gonna send you some instagram ones too of yeah. people that i know who have gone yeah and, and they post very openly their their pictures and like you know, some have gone for like breast implants and different things. That's not something I had done, but again, yeah. to each their own. Yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah, have posted a lot of pictures of like the whole journey from before the surgery, during, after. Yeah. 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 I'm like you. I do a lot of research. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I yeah. would love to, I'd love to see, um, see what your friends say and just mm -hmm. have these like personal connections where folks are just open about sharing. Totally. About, and at the yeah. end of the day, it's like you get to choose. That's it. It's your life. Day. Yeah. We get to choose what we want to do and what's great for us, what's best for us. Yeah. You know, and what other people think is really irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the most beautiful thing about this process that this this is a choice that I get to have yeah. over my own body. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels but so good, it doesn't it? Does. To it's be like able to decide, yeah, for yourself. Yeah. This is what I want for my body. Yeah. And nobody else gets to choose that for me. Like, I yeah. get to decide. Yeah. 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 And it's the, quite liberating. It really is. Yeah. It really is. It really is. It, it's, yeah, like at, at 2.30, like I'm definitely not the smallest that I've that I've ever been, but I'm comfortable. Like yeah. I'm comfortable with, with where I'm at. And I'm like, just this little, who, what did a doctor say once? It's like kind of like a reconstructive, you know, I think it said that it was like a reconstructive or it's like an enhancement or something. or Like whatever. the tummy tuck? Yeah. They're like, it's like a reconstructive. It's a reconstructive for sure. Yeah. 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 You, especially you've carried twins and stuff. So I'm sure you probably have a gap in your muscles with the abs too. So yeah. that's all part of like, so, they sew all that together and it, it's quite the thing. So I would definitely call it a reconstructive for sure. And the other part of it that, that we didn't even touch on is the low back pain because the abdominals yes. are so separated. I always There's, had low back pain. Yeah. So once I had my tummy tuck and those muscles were t uh, sewn back together, I'm like, <laughs> Wow. You get to support that little bit. Yes. Like for real. Oh, I, I felt like I was in a, a new body. Yeah. Really. Yeah. What would you say to someone who um, is on their, their self-love journey right now and um, maybe, yeah, going back and forth with, with surgery and things like that? And mm. like, what would you say to someone who might be struggling with that? I think the biggest thing is to make sure you spend some time doing like some deep dive, like look inside. Mm -hmm. because we would be na naive to say that the pressure from social media is not there. Yeah. It is there. 100%. It's everywhere, you know? And so to really try to push that aside and look inside around why are you really wanting to do this, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and if you come back with, you know, um, what you deem to be the right reasons, the health, like health, all that sort of stuff yeah you know it's and, and not do it because you know your your boyfriend has said something or your husband or your partner has said something and you feel badly about yourself and I'm like no yeah. those are not reasons I don't think to to do yeah. plastic surgery yeah I feel like you know um yeah I feel like it's a but I also feel like it's a real personal decision yeah 
Yeah. And it's not for anyone else to make for you. Yeah. This is for you to make. Yeah. So I would I would definitely spend some time looking inside. Yeah. Not Doing like, oh, I, yeah, do that work. Do that internal work. Not, oh, I see this girl on Instagram. I really want to look like her. No. Yeah. That's not it. Because once That's the surgery is done, you're still you still you're still in the same body. Yes. You're still in the same mind. Yeah, still the, have mind. the same mind. Exactly. So yeah. if the mind isn't right and you're going, you're changing all these things on your body, you're not going to be happy. hundred percent. Been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you, I thought after I lost 110 pounds, yeah. my life would be perfect. No. What a surprise. I what still a had all the like there was a lot of work to do still. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I guess you'd want to be happy with where you are in this moment, first of all. Yeah. And then doing anything extra is just extra. Yeah. You know what I mean? doesn't change who you are. Yeah. You know, so if you're working on who you are on the inside, I'm like, this is just our vessel. Do what you want. Yeah. You know, because when you've done the work on the inside, I just, just changing, not changing, but like the reconstructive stuff, I guess change, you know, like my, yeah. I do see my tummy talk is like, yeah, I changed something yeah. about how I looked, but I just feel like the mental, emotional, spiritual Needed is now be. matching up now with my physical, Yeah, you know, if that yeah. makes sense. I like how you said that, like uh, an opportunity for the mind to match the body. Like, it's yeah. Just, yeah. And it might not make sense for some people and it doesn't need to, because this to. is personal to me yeah, and personal to you. Yeah. We all... It's a it's a personal thing, yeah. personal decision, personal process. So, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah. And you can still love yourself throughout throughout the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Just because you get plastic surgery doesn't mean you don't love yourself. That's but there, the thing. But there definitely are some people who get it, you know, and haven't done the inside work, and then when they're on still so unhappy after, well, it's because. We didn't do the work. Yeah, the work isn't matching kind yeah. of what's on the outside, yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. But again, to each their own. Like, I I would never be in judgment of anyone. Same. Yeah, Same. ever. Same. Yeah. And I would appreciate it if you don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> no judgments for you. Like I said, I'm just really <laughs> glad that you allowed me to, to sit and talk to you about it. Absolutely. Because, like I said, there's not many spaces where, where you can and... And sometimes it's frowned upon and, and ridiculed. And at the end of the day, and, and it's so crazy how common it is. And nobody talks about it. Oh, so common. Like, it's so common. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, just a little a little nip here, a little Botox, lipo, yeah. BBLs. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, do what you want to do. A hundred percent. Like, I, you know, I just, I'm not a fan of, like, doing those things because you feel so much pressure. Yeah. Of, like, I need to look a certain way to, like, be liked or accepted in society. Oh, no, no. Yeah. I reject all that. Yeah. <laughs> It has to be personal. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're going to do yourself a disservice. Yeah. Because you'll spend all that money and transform your body to the way you feel like you want it to look, but you're still going to feel empty and unhappy. Yeah. How do you feel in your body today in this moment? Listen, that's a loaded <laughs> question, <laughs> especially with perimenopause and stuff. But, but a little warm. Really, I, I am warm. But really what I try to lead with most days is, and don't get me wrong, there are definitely some days where I'm the the negative self-talk will begin yeah uh the difference is now not 20 anymore i've done a lot of work and as soon as i hear her starting to chatter and say something i'm like oh no no yeah stop that yeah. you know you 
are perfectly beautiful and lovely and doing your best today, Tanya. And that is enough. You know, give myself a little hug. Like just, I really try to show myself the love and self-compassion that I try to show others. A hundred percent. I try to show that to myself first. Yeah. And the the triggers are always going to be there. Oh. The triggers are... Yeah, you know, always. But I would always say for the it. most part, like you know, I feel pretty good. Good. I try to give my body what it needs every day. Yeah. Some days I need to just do yoga. Some days I need to go for a walk in nature. Some days I'm going for a ride on my bike. Yeah. And some days I'm laying in bed longer or taking a mid-afternoon nap. Yeah. What does my body need? Because she's going through lots of things right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, and menopause is it's it's a it can be a challenging time. Yeah. So instead of trying to fight with my body and myself, I'm trying to love my body and myself more and more mm-hmm. as I go through this journey in midlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I'm, um, again, I'm grateful for you being here. Um, if I if I do follow through this with this, which I do plan to do to be the first person. Listen, Actually, you want to come to Dominican? I would come to Dominican <laughs> with you in a second. <laughs> I'll be my caretaker for like in 10 In a second, days. yes. I, I appreciate that. And I'm really grateful that, you know, we got to make that connection mm-hmm. between um, self-love, body image, and, and surgery and how we can have these conversations all in the same space. Totally, and, yeah. And normalize that. They're not separate. That it can 100%. be. You can, yeah, marry them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they are. They are not separate. Yeah. Um, but thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you for thank being you. here. Thank you. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions um, at all, please feel free to send us a DM. This is Tanya. If we haven't said so already, Black Excellence Healing yes. on Instagram. So give her a follow for for daily inspiration and and self love and rest reminders to rest yes. and love yourself. Um, Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys soon. (laughs) Thank you.